2: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you
3: listen to your favorite podcasts. On Monday, May 9th, the way we talk Cleveland sports will never be the same. This show is so groundbreaking we had to create this over-the-top movie trailer just to tell you about it. The biggest names in Cleveland sports. Two hours. Unscripted. Unhinged. Booyah! With two men and a lot of bull. So kick up your feet. Open a six-pack. And strap in for a great time.
4: Cecil Woo! B. DeMille version of the Open. <laughs> yes. For our 100th show, I cannot believe that it's already been 100 shows. And just a quick recap to tell you where we've come so far. Yeah. Over 2.3 million views, 15,000 followers on YouTube. I think we've surpassed 10,000 on
2: Twitter. Over 10,000. Also, you Over shortchanged 10, just 100,000 views on YouTube, 2.4 and close to 2.5. I thought I said 2.4. I said 2.3. I did?
5: We close did. to 2.4
4: okay. ah, 2. 2. million views, yes. uh, 15,000 followers. And to, to think that 100 shows ago, that this, there was no ultimate Cleveland sports show. That's so right. So, congratulations to all of you guys, all of our contributors that aren't here today. Uh, you know who you are. And, of course, the guys behind the glass. Without them, we're nothing. They're working
3: their ass off when we're doing other things.
4: They really are. All day long. Director Steve, Mikey McNuggets, Anthony, Earl, many others. Too many to name. Yak from Channel 3. Steve is our executive producer in Atlanta. It's a a host of men, a a cast of many. And... um, it's been fun. It's been a, we had a lot of fun. On it's these been a ton
3: times. of fun. We've laughed more than anybody should. Uh, yes. <laughs> no right. question. You know, and particularly and, yesterday. Yes, and and throughout the show today. Well, really, more towards the end of the show, the last half hour, we're going to be playing a bunch of clips, some of the best moments, and at the end, they're going to be running like I don't know how long it is—five minutes.
2: It's four minutes, and let me tell you. It's very little sports content and a lot of us laughing at each other. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: <laughs> well, that's what we do. That's most of the, you know, the best. Like, we've had some great sports conversations, but the funny stuff is always the things that people remember. And, and Absolutely.
6: You know, and, you know, we, we just want to say thank you guys, man. Thank yeah. you for, you know, supporting us. Thank you for, you know, there's so many people that, that are, are just really, that tune in every single day yep. that are diehards, man. You know, this, is, this was an experiment. We're 100 episodes in. And we couldn't have been here without the people that gave us a chance, gave us a try, and now are, are, are loyal supporters.
4: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's been one hell of a ride, um, and we're just getting started. On today's show, uh, Sione Takitaki is going to be here, yep. the Browns linebacker. I, everybody's got questions about the health of the Browns as they go in to the uh, Falcons game on Sunday. It's possible they could have five starters out. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what it's looking like today, but yep. as of yesterday, it looked like there were going to be five starters that missed the game. We'll see how that uh, plays out. We'll talk to Taki Taki about the matchup, about the season so far, and really about all the silly stuff that we talked to most of our guests about. That's true. Some of it will be football related. <laughs> some of it won't. Uh, Aditi's going to join the program. She's going to give us her final thoughts as the Falcons and Browns draw near Maurice Claret's going to be here momentarily. Uh, he's going to play fence riders with us, which is one of our favorite games for sure. Um, and then we're doing 60 ticks with Donovan Mitchell. We've done a a, a Cavs player each of the last two days. Yesterday it was Isaiah Mobley. He was great. Um, today it's going to be Donovan Mitchell. Tomorrow's Kobe Altman too. Oh, really? You did 60 seconds with Kobe Altman? No,
2: Brad did three and a half minutes with Kobe Altman. Oh, wow. Serious stuff, right? Serious stuff. All right. Because I would have loved to have seen the lighter side of Kobe Altman. We will get Kobe back. Good. I confirmed that my friend does know Kobe, so we, good. we're now. We're now good. Kobe's a great guy. Yeah. we got to so find out. He's done man.
3: an unbelievable job with this Cavaliers team. You, he really has. I'll if we get him run. on, we got to ask him if he knew it was me. Like he, I was on a plane. I, I don't know if I've told this on the yeah. air or off you, the you, air.
0: I think you told it on the air.
3: Oh, I did, but I'll remind. You. I was on a, a small plane to New York with Kobe Altman, just coincidentally, and he was sitting like a seat or two in front of me. It was a pretty empty plane, and I just started puking in the middle of the plane. Middle, of, yeah, I was throwing up. To be
0: what you do. I yeah, that's,
3: that, that's I'm a big a Yeah, that's no. Th- i actually not a generally. Were you, were you... Well, I get motion sickness on planes. I take Dramamine. Oh, you do. And okay. usually with the Dramamine, I'm fine. But I don't remember what happened. Maybe I forgot to take it that time. Probably not. Just for whatever reason. Man. Was it a scene where everybody was looking? Was was Kobe uh, looking? I don't remember. I mean, I was throwing up, so I don't know if he was looking, but (laughs) usually when people throw up on a plane, it's a same. It was pretty noticeable, especially because the (laughs) plane, there was probably only like 20 people on the plane. It was pretty empty. So, and he was sitting like just a couple of seats in front of me. Did you fill the bag? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that life. gives a whole new meaning oh. to the term the bag. The bag.
0: <laughs> you... That's not the bag you want. No, that's <laughs> not... did you see the clip of the woman at the Bengals game throwing up all over the I, I saw that, yeah. All I over the white. There's a woman in front of her in a yeah. neck brace. She's... Yeah. Oh, She's all over. No.
4: She's all over. You know, oh, now, my god. when I hear the word or I see anybody else do yeah. it, I will always and forever think of you. <laughs> oh my god. Forever. The rest How could of you my not? life. Well, is synonymous with puking for Now that is not included in our montage, is it? No. No, for Lee, uh, it was
2: we'll, – we'll get to it when we get to later uh, in the show.
4: That's but real too quick, bad. That's the highlight get, of the show. Oh, before man. we get
2: defense questions, Maurice is ready. But we, yeah. we've been here for oh. 100 shows, and according to Anthony, <laughs> his quick count, we want to give some love to the people who have tuned in. We think every show so far on our YouTube channel: no. That's Fry, Marcus Collins, the April bass player, 1966, Steve Lutz, NJC. There's probably some more. There's a quick look. Wait, what's Anthony, the, what about? how
4: are you coming up with that just from people that are active in the just chat? active in the chat. Because I know Eddie, a lot of people that watch no this don't what. even look at the chat. Did you There's mention Eddie in the chat or did I miss time. you?
2: Did I miss it? Eddie. What about Eddie? Eddie's not in the YouTube chat, but Eddie does watch every day. Oh, there are other guys It's just from day, the yeah. YouTube
4: there chat. Are, are, I, I got to tell you, so. the, the one thing that has surprised me the most about this, because when you start a new show, it does take time to get traction. It really does. Most people I run into have no idea we're doing this show. Which, which stuns me. It really does. It stuns me. I, I, I probably tell 20 people a week about the show and that we're on YouTube. Because they say, I, I watch the show. And I always say, which show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, which show? The ch- show on Channel 3. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, I thought maybe you were talking about the sports show. What do you mean the sports show? You back in sports? Yeah. And then I have to explain the show. I know. Not- Especially
3: <laughs> older fans. Although I'm, see- I'm getting more and more people tell you. Because at first I would say, oh, I miss you on the radio. And people still say that to me. But I I always say, are you watching the TV show? And at first, there was a mix. And now, almost everybody is saying, yes, I am. I'm enjoying it. Good. So, they they
4: found it. And one of the hardest things to do in any format is to gain traction at the beginning. Yes. mm -hmm, Particularly when you're on a platform that isn't widely used by everybody. Right. And we've done that. I mean, the fact that we have 15,000 followers and every day... Our baseline number is we have 3,000 folks watching us every day. That's and right. uh, on Monday of this week, it was close to 10,000. We've done yep. shows that have been 15,000. Yep. Um, and so the longer we go, the more traction we get, the bigger that audience gets. McNuggets, you wanted to throw something in? Or we you just, just got to get the go? fence questions. We gotta okay, we gotta Maurice Here on? We go. Maurice Claret, happy 100, man. 100th show for
6: the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I always, oh, he's going flyers 100. today. I always, I always see him sitting and in, 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 perched in that stoop. <laughs> like, that's, his spot, like that, that's his joy That's his joint. The light, He's like my lighting is good behind me right here. <laughs> are you a wait, Are you a Flyers
4: fan, or was that a gift?
7: No. If you ever see me in anybody else's apparel, it means they paid me to come and speak to the team. So I'm proudly wearing their
4: logo. <laughs> hey, that's fire. So man. wait. So so did you go to the Flyers? And if so, what did you tell them? What? what how did that go?
7: Yeah, I went to the Flyers probably twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, and uh, it, it happened because there was a gentleman. He was from Indianapolis. He was an, he was an attorney, and he wanted me to come to uh, hang out. He was—he's a football fan. The, the irony of this is he's a Michigan football fan who likes me, right? Wow. And he used to be a—he uh, he, his son used to play hockey for the junior leagues. Uh, the, the same people own the Pacers, own a um, a junior hockey team. So I went over and. I was talking to the hockey kids and just learning all about hockey. And we kind of went to Chicago with them and went to the Cubs game and to those cool. little, little seats across uh, from the stadium. But make a long story short, he had to somebody for the Flyers. And then I went to uh, talk to the Flyers a few years back. And uh, every time they come and play the Blue Jackets, uh, I just know some of the same staff members, so I'll go down to the Blue Jackets game and watch the Flyers. Oh, it's the Blue Jackets, but I cheer for the Flyers. You know, so. <laughs>
4: very nice. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, uh,
7: McNuggets, are we ready for Here no Fence go. riders?
2: Let's rock. We okay, got a, a Quick
4: explain, explanation of the game. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's McNuggets has four, five, six topics. Six questions. Six questions, and there, there has to be a definitive answer. There's no waffling. There's no maybe. It's either a yes or a no, an over, an under, whatever the case may be. So, McNuggets, take it away. What's number one?
2: Here's number one, and as always, we'll let Maurice answer first, and we'll see how you guys did. Let's take it. Question number one, will Jacoby Brissett post a triple-digit QB rating on Sunday? And for the record, his QB rating against the Steelers last Thursday –
8: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: 109.6. Maurice, yes or no?
7: I'm going to say yes. I'm with G. Bush. He's gradually gotten better. As he got, as he did a little bit better last week, I was, I was listening to G. Bush in the back of my head. So I'm going to say yes. Hopefully, G. Bush said yes, too, so I look
8: good.
6: I I forgot. You know, I'm taking all my neck medication. I don't even know.
2: (laughs) Let's let's see how you answered. And Maurice and G.
6: Bush are on the same team. Will anyone
2: join them on this side of the fence? The question is? I'm not there. Let me see. The answer is? (laughs) There I did. I I
7: knew
8: I I wouldn't disappoint
7: here.
6: Yes, indeed. Yes, hey. Jason didn't look at me side-eye. He gave me that side-eye. Look at him, <laughs> I mean, there's a, lo- <laughs> me there's a lot eye. of
3: things about the Browns situation <laughs> that makes it advantageous for Jacoby Brissett to have more success here than he has in other places. I get that. But the bottom line to me remains he still, to me, you got to prove it every week because his history tells you he's not consistently – he doesn't consistently play yeah. well. That's why I'm a no. I, I think whenever somebody has the stretch
4: where they're performing above – their body of work. I always feel like there's going to be a regression back to the mean, right. back to the average. Right. And um, I don't think he's going to be horrible. No, uh, I but don't I don't think, he's think he, Oh uh, nine. I, I, I think, you know, like if he's got an RPM meter, that's redlining for him. And I just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that he can live there. I don't know that that's like suddenly after well, all let, these years in the league, that this is the new Jacoby. Brissett. Well, let, let
5: me explain. I hope I'm wrong.
6: Let me explain why this is repeatable. Right. Because Obviously, he has not played with the level of talent he's playing with now. Um, You you said something the other day, Bull. You said, you asked, I think, Robert Smith, hey, if me and Mikey McNuggets was playing for Ohio State and in the backfield, could they still win a game? And Robert was like, you know what's kind of crazy? Sure, I think you might be able to do that. I'm going with that same premise right here. If I got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and they're perfectly healthy, I just got Jack Conklin back and he played well the first game, he's only going to ramp up and get better. That means the protection's better. That means the run game is better. Now, Mari Cooper has some sort of – he's comfortable with Jacoby Brissett. And everything he's doing, he's not throwing deep balls for for 400 yards. He's throwing intermediate routes that's wide open, Mm. off play action. Why is that not replicable? Well, well, the thing is, in –
3: By the way, Gene just kind of compared – Jacoby Percet to me. Kind of yeah, well, me no, that's, what I, that's
4: where I'm going. So, so here's the thing. In, 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 in the hypo, hypothetical that, that Adam posed yesterday to right, Robert yeah. Smith, the, the X factor was that McNuggets and Bull were running backs. Okay. Yeah. If okay. you say that the same logic applies, you just minimize the impact of the most important position in sports. If Bull was the quarterback for Ohio State, they're not beating St. Ed's. I, oh, but, yes, they would. Easy. Okay, that's fine exaggeration. Easy. They're not beating Rutgers. Yes, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. You're the quarterback. <laughs> I would just hand it off every play. And they know you're going to run. After a while, they're going to stack the box. I'll throw
3: a screen pass. I see. I see. i, I, see, I, <laughs> I, went I like this. I said, did you notice what I did? I said, I'll throw a screen pass. Yeah. i went like this.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see where I see where you he going with it. But here's the thing, Kevin Stefanski. Everybody that seems to play for him, they can be journeymen. They cannot have an arm. They can have uh, uh, problems, whoa, whoa, whoa. And defenses, and he makes them look pretty good. But wait a
3: second. who? How many quarterbacks have played for him here? Uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield, who we all said wasn't good enough. Uh, well, he and played, that's it. He played well one year. Case Keenan played well, well, well one the, the, year. Well, the
4: year that he didn't play well, he was also under Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to take that. Uh, I, this is replicatable.
6: <laughs> I'm not going to say he has so, one I mean, they are playing the
3: Falcons. He hey, hey, hey let Maurice get him. Yeah,
6: well, go, go
7: ahead, Maurice. Go ahead, No, so... So on a on a serious note, I, I do tend to lean to G Bush for that reason and I don't think they're asking him to do a lot. And when I saw I saw uh uh Nick Chubb getting getting a roll last week and I just seen that they weren't asking him to throw, you know, 30, 40 yard balls down the field, I just think that he can he can manage the game. Like he's not about to go out there and win it, which I wish he would do. But if you can throw those other guys rolling and you can just get him to throw the between that, you know, fifteen and twenty yard range and just a dink and dunks. And, I, and, and G. Bush, I, I tweeted you last week, you ignored me. Oh, uh, hey, you know, uh, by <laughs> the way, how I
6: said about that medication, that took
7: place then too. Okay. <laughs> you know. So, no, I, I don't think they're going to actually do too much, but that's how you win with the Browns. Just do, you know, these small dinks and dunks and, and let the running backs win the game for you. I right. just want to point out he
0: did have quite a bit of talent in Indianapolis in 2019. When he took All over right. for Andrew Luck. Yeah, the cover wasn't that was probably going to go to the Super Bowl. With right. Andrew Luck, decent He's with had Luck. He's never had the, the running back talent, obviously. He had a pretty good team in Indianapolis. I mean, they he won a, seven and eight in the start. Don't, they, I mean, had team so, Hilton. Who was their running back that year? Uh, I don't know. What, I don't remember. Didn't didn't have have
6: Marlon Mack. Mac. Mac. He sucks. Yeah. Hey, we, we see. Go back and look at what <laughs> they were saying about the Colts in 2019.
3: No, I know that. I'm just talking about running backs. He didn't have this running back He didn't even take the team to a 500 record. No. so was seven and eight. Yeah.
2: Okay, y'all ready for question number two? Number yeah. two. All right, let's take the question here, Steve. Question number two: Will Cade York score more total points than Young Ho Koo on Sunday? I what
3: an absurd question that is, Maurice. Absurd. Yes. Question.
2: <laughs> He's. You're going yes. He said yes. 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 In the battle of kickers, let's see who Maurice is teaming up with. Steve, take it. You better knew it was going to be Jay. Of course Jay was taking that. Everyone but else. My dude's going to hit no. like five field goals. But that's
3: bad. That means you think the Browns are going to settle for field goals. Yeah, I'm afraid they will. Mm. Yeah, I'm afraid they will. Mm. Mm. I'm
2: actually with Jay on this one. I, yeah.
3: I think there will be a lot of field
4: goals. I, 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 I think the Browns are going to win. I, 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 so, therefore, I think just by virtue of them outscoring them,
3: they're going to yeah. have more scoring plays. I just think the Falcons are more likely to get stuck in the red zone, even with the Browns' defensive injuries, because I think the Browns really? – yeah, I just Even if they're a,
4: missing five starters.
3: I do, only because uh, the Browns just have so much better of a running game, I think they'll be able to punch it in easier Yeah, in those I, red zone situations. And,
6: and Kevin Stefanski, given his temperament, he's going to go for it anyway. If he's close in his fourth and one, he's going for it. That's Anywhere true. on the goal line. Right, that's yeah. true. By the way, we, we were talking about – we've always –
4: we've been talking a lot about kickers on this show. Yeah. And you said kickers have to make their kicks. We saw McPherson last week miss uh, a – Either an extra point or a chippy. And we also saw Justin Tucker miss an extra point. And I, for a second, thought my television was broken. McPherson? Yeah. He missed one. Bengals kicker? Yeah, he missed one last week. No, he didn't. Uh, Look it up. I think he did. I'm on it. Give me one. I thought he did. He He missed the I know Justin. In the opener, he did, right? No, I know he missed some big ones in the opener. But Justin Tucker missed an extra point. I saw that. And I thought my television was broken. Uh, I mean, it happens. Yeah. It happens.
0: Especially We're, now that they move back the extra point, but yeah. I lost the, the point though. I don't.
2: McPherson know I did not miss an extra point. No, 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 no.
0: he missed a field goal, I believe. He he? Did he miss a field goal?
2: Yes. Yeah, he yeah. did last yeah. week. Yeah, he was two for three. And it was a. It was know.
4: a gimme field goal. It was it was one that he should have made,
2: I thought.
3: I don't even remember that.
2: Man. He missed. Uh, it was between 40 and 49 yards. Okay. So not a yeah, no, that's not a gimme. What was it? Was it wasn't blocked or something? I never No, he remember. just missed it, game. and I
4: just remember thinking, you know, we we. I have at least, yeah. said the AFC North has the best kickers. Then you had yeah. that Bengals-Steelers game where nobody wanted to win because nobody could well, make the, the kick. In and fairness, I know the long snap bad yeah, was was Bad, too bad But snaps. I only bring that up as we're yeah. talking about Cade York. Yeah. As, uh, you know, pe- they miss. The kickers miss. The best right. kicker in the world misses. And uh, it happens. So let's hope he doesn't miss any more yeah. PATs, Cade York. But, okay,
2: what's number three? Number three, this is a split one. We had a lot of splits here, Ooh. Steve. Let's take question number three. Very simple. Mm. Will Miles Garrett play on Sunday against the Falcons? As we all know, he was injured in a car crash on Monday. His status is still TBD. Maurice, will the Browns have number ninety-five in uniform when they take the field against Atlanta?
7: So I'm I'm personally split. I'm going to say no, and it has more to do with the liability. I would think that there has to be some uh, medical practitioner. Or somebody within the Browns organization that wouldn't allow him to do that after a car wreck, in um, fear for that if something else happened, like he could be blamed on that. I don't know. That's that's just my guess, but I would imagine the He-Man part of my or, or Miles wants to go out there and, you know, wants to suit up and play and let everybody know that the car wreck didn't do that much to him. So I'll say no, just because I think legally they'll, they'll. they'll so there has to be some sort of like like medical. Um, medical opinion to keep him off the field. I don't know. Just my, just my personal opinion. So
2: Maurice says no. One of us said yes. The other four said no. Let's see who's the lone. Oh, wow. Yes, he yes. is. Jason. Jason. Oh. Well, <laughs> Jason's <laughs> the yeah. one that's most plugged in. Jason, do I don't have anything. You tell. I don't have anything. On this don't have anything on <laughs> okay, this I, okay. It's just a gut guess. <laughs>
0: it's a gut. I, I think, I just think he's going to play. I, I think he's lucky, obviously, to, to walk away from it. I was joking. We were not joking, but we were talking before the show. Uh, I, asked my, well, I was talking to my son about it, my 12-year-old son, AJ, about it when I told him about the wreck. And he said, what car was he driving? And I said, a Porsche. And he said, I can't believe he fits in a Porsche. Yeah, And, yeah. and I actually <laughs> think that helped him. It may have. The fact that there's probably not a lot of jostling going, around, going on in the car, uh, I think he's okay. And I think he's going to want to play. And I think because of some of the other injuries they have – I, I think he'll play.
4: Yeah, he has to. I mean, he doesn't have to play, but it's it's, it's very important that he does. Yeah. Couple, there's a little bit of news on Miles Garrett, too. Yeah, the Ohio Highway Patrol actually has cited him now for excessive speed. They're saying that he was traveling 65. The speed limit was 45. And also failure to control, which obviously, um, when you look at this car, it's, it's. so I guess what happened was he swerved off the road, went into a ditch, hit a fire hydrant and then started mm-hmm. rolling so okay. when you take all of that into account it's yeah. remarkable it is remarkable
3: you know, i mean i'm, I'm sure we've all driven 65 and a 45 at times but it was raining it, it's,
6: it's remarkable how did yeah. what science do they have to say that you were going well this speed limit rather than this speed limit there, there uh, are the skid marks yeah a lot and, of a lot of things and, and if he
4: swerved there may not have been skid marks but they could figure out how far the car traveled once it left the road before it hit the ground. There's yeah. a lot of things they can do, but also there is a science, G. Bush. Most of your newer, higher-end cars, and I'm not saying that they've accessed this information already because you may have to get a subpoena to do that, but I remember when Tiger had his wreck, they just tapped in. It was a Kia, they, and, and uh, they tapped into his telemetry on the car. When, when, I, when I take my car for service... They can, they can tell me if I'm – they know if I'm driving too fast. It, it records everything. When your check engine light comes on, oh, it's been on since uh, mile 3,100 or whatever. So, there's a computer in there that could most likely tell them exactly how fast he was traveling. This
6: sorcery. In this the sor- seconds before what the crazy. crash. What wizardry is this?
4: Yeah, I know. Is I know. This
6: guy's just getting you on everything.
4: Now, I, w- I, I was – I don't know how they determined it, that it was 65, yeah, uh, that may have been the the calculus that they use yeah, based on is. how far the car traveled. Right. And can't get it, clean water half the
0: country. The roads <laughs> are falling
3: apart. Yeah, but they're, they're working on the calculus of how and far. And we're shooting
0: asteroids out of the sky. <laughs> they if we right, can't get clean right. water. I mean, they need they have to do this for insurance purposes a lot yeah. of times. So yeah, they have accident reconstruction experts that can do all of that mm. stuff. Yeah. Oh, the insurance companies
6: pull. Oh, they they all right. I'm yeah, sure they're not they got paying out. PA real quick.
0: Can you yeah. imagine, by the way, what his insurance rates
4: are? He, we, we did the story yesterday on Channel 3, and I know yeah. others reported it as well, that he's been pulled over or cited six times for speeding since right. 2017. The remarkable thing to me, and I certainly, I'm not going to judge, I too have had two tickets this year. Mm-hmm. Um uh, <laughs> On the same video surveillance spot. You got pulled over today? No, I should (laughs) have been. Oh, you should have. He was sitting right there. I don't know what he was waiting for. I don't want to sound too (laughs) preachy because I like to drive fast too. (laughs) But what really got me was he received two citations within a 24-hour period. And both of them, he was driving in excess of 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah that's kind of Now, great. I don't know how you do that on the same day. You would think that the lesson after the first
0: one would sink in for at least a day. He only yeah. gets a fine. Go to, to you know. the
6: Autobahn in yeah. Germany and get your money off, I dog. Know. Yeah, All right, Mikey, we got to keep him moving. careful. Be miles careful. will address
0: <laughs> the media tomorrow. It's his normal day to talk. All right. And the All right, Browns great. are saying he will talk tomorrow. Awesome. All right. McNuggets. Awesome.
2: Number four. Will David and Joku have more receiving yards than Kyle Pitts? Maurice. Mm, okay. Hey, hey, hey. I,
7: I'm, I'm going to say yes. I, I know G, I think G. Bush was bad only last week. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I remember, but I'm going to say yes. I like what I seen last week. Yeah.
2: This was a 2 2 split on our panel. Maurice this was, this was is the deciding factor. Let's see who Maurice is siding with and who will be right. There
0: we go. It was close. This was so close. For yeah, me. I went back and forth on this one too. Uh, I did too.
6: Because they have not. The Falcons have not got Kyle Pitts ball. No, at all. So the, for the first two years he's been there. Uh, well, he, he hasn't
3: got any touchdowns. He, yeah, but they haven't thrown. I mean, he's their best player. He, they should he, give him the
6: ball. Just once. hasn't. He, they have not.
3: force fed it to him. Right, but David A. who's never consistently like he's never had good back-to-back <laughs> games. No, so, it has not. Yeah, so, so I mean, it's a new quarterback. So should, I get it, but. I, go ahead, Maurice. No, yeah, Maurice.
7: You, you you have you, you have to take into account if you have uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and they have success, right? You have to ask yourself what would that dictate for next week's difference? Amari Cooper is going to occupy and be on uh, a defense's radar to, to put their strength towards him. So just in the progression, he's going to get more targets. That's my that's my thing. And then I think like with players early on in the season, you get some confidence, you get some catches like, things start to feel better. I even think that that's the – I think that's what Jacoby Brissett is going to build on. Like, hey, I don't have to go out here and be a superstar and we can win. I have a great kicker that if I can just get us in field goal range. And I I don't know. I'm still, like, like eternally optimistic about the Browns, but there's just things that I see that happen that if I'm a defensive coordinator, we're saying, hey, we're going um, to make Jacoby Brissett and then Joku beat us. We're not going to let Amari Cooper and Nick Chubb beat us. Which means you'll have, like, the third-best defender or a linebacker, uh, you know, guarding this guy, and he just may get better targets. That's, that's sort of, like, my thinking behind it. I think that's why he's had success now. Yeah, That's sound logic.
3: Everything, I mean, everything Maurice says makes sense. My, yeah. my only theory in this game and why I went with Pitts is that I am convinced that because of all the injuries the Browns have on defense, they're already, obviously, a run-first team right now without Deshaun Watson. But I think it's going to be extreme this week. I think they're going to – I think they want to run clock. I think they want this game to move fast to keep their defense off the field. And so, because they're going to run it's on, I think Njoku will be blocking a lot in this game, which we've seen other times, including the Carolina game. We saw that –
0: yeah, week one. We saw Njoku in in blocking a lot. But I I don't know. I tend to think that they sort of figured some things out last week with Njoku. I think this was the plan all along. That's why they gave him the contract. And – Jacoby Brissett, the one thing I'll say about him is he is, in that case, keen mold to me of the guy who – he's just going gonna to make the read and he's going to make the play. He's going to make the play that's in front of him. He's not going to try and save the play call, the line I've used before like, like Baker did in the past. He's going to take what's given to him, and I think David Njoku is one of those options that will probably be there.
4: Yesterday, our fantasy guy said that he felt that the Steelers' defense was, was perfect for Njoku to have a huge game. Mm. Um, there was a lot of stuff that was open over the middle. I, I, the reason I, I, I drafted Njoku on my fantasy team, and here's why. I just feel like he could be the X factor in this offense all year. Yep. You've got a quarterback who you know isn't going to throw deep a lot. I know he right. took the deep, one deep shot last mm-hmm. week to Amari. He tried another one. Amari was out of bounds, and it was incomplete because of it. Um, I just think he's going to be looking for the underneath stuff, the easy gimme stuff. Yeah. And I think in Joe. I agree. I think he's going to have good games. I just,
3: I just don't feel like this game is going to be one of them. Okay, we'll see.
2: Question number five. (laughs) This is the lone unanimous question.
3: (laughs) Oh. Will there
2: be more total passing or rushing touchdowns on Sunday? No, I thought
6: this was easy. I did too. I I don't think it's that easy. uh, uh,
2: It's not. Thank you, Maurice.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He just wants uh, validation. I'm, going, good to no, I, I'm going to say passing. No, I'm mm. going to say passing.
3: I'm
2: going to
7: say passing.
3: Maurice is alone. Well, hey.
7: yeah, I'm going to defend Maurice. So, I, so I, can, I, I can give logic behind it. Like, so, I, I, I just don't believe that they'll – I don't believe that Atlanta's going to say, hey, man, let's just – they're going to do everything to stop Nick Chubb to stop the offense. They're going to do everything to stop Kareem Hunt. The only way – like, so, I remember – like even when I was playing for the team in Omaha, the game became, hey man, let's not run the ball. Let's do these five yard outs. Let's do these these quick slants. Let's do these hitches. Let's do stuff like that that mimics run plays to get you three, four, five, six, seven yards. And I think that's what the Browns would do, but I also think that's what Jacoby Brissett is good at. I just think that that's I, I think that's the Cleveland Browns. I think like if they can live within a space of like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go old school offense, you know, getting three, four, five, six, seven, you know, maybe fifteen yards, I think that's how we win. Uh, but I think more passing passing touchdowns than running touchdowns would be had.
0: Was this close for you guys? Did you guys struggle with this one? I, I tend to agree with Mike and Maurice. I don't think it's a slam dunk just yeah. because, yeah. I mean, you get down a three-yard line, you run play action, you get easy touchdowns. Yeah, drills. you never – right, you never so know. So, it's but. not easy – I, I the ones that always look most obvious are the ones that rarely come true. So I don't think this is a but this plan. one did I'm look kidding. obvious
3: to me. I didn't think it, I didn't think it was obvious either. I agree. But in the end, I went with running. I, I, which I, we it, all did. I, I, I
6: took it as combined, <laughs> like combined rushing touchdowns versus combined passing. Touchdowns. Right. Yeah. 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 And so that's what the question was Marcus Mariota can scramble. There's always that's a true for that. And both teams are run first team. Both yeah. teams are run first team. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's I thought it was too. Yeah. I'm with you. Can
2: I give you my two cents on how I came up with that question? No, I think. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Because I'm glad that you picked up on this, but yeah. without Miles Garrett, if he doesn't play without Clowney, his status up in the air, without Walker, without Joker, I think there's even a lot of opportunities to throw on this defense and you take one or two pass touchdowns from the Browns. I think there's one or two and, from. And Atlanta. without
3: those guys, there'll be a good opportunity to run, which is what they're better at.
4: Yeah. I, I'd run there. I just think both teams are built <laughs> to run it, yeah. and that, therefore I think they're going to run it.
3: By the way, gonna run it. Jadavia Clowney is maybe the best run stopping defensive end in football. It's a bit. It hurts the run game even more than the passing yeah. game when he's out. Oh,
6: they have nothing up front. For no, game. nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing. If Miles Garrett don't play, I'd run the ball forty times. Bush, yeah. have they called you yet? They, they should. They did. Um, they I did was the neck. I was on the medication still. That yeah, so you didn't. Missed, <laughs> <that call.
7: laughs> missed that call. You missed that call. Are you guys ready for the last <laughs> one? <laughs> last yeah, one. Throw it. Throw it our
2: way. And this one is not unanimous. Uh, Steve, go back or forward one. We got to get to the next question here. Let's pull it up. Yep. Nope. 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 Next question. Next one. Next one. Yep. No, we got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Hundred show. We're still still finalizing some practice. It's okay, here. man. It's okay.
3: Yes. McNuggets was here and he screwed things up. <laughs> there, there we go.
2: go. No, it was in there. I know. The question is, will Nick Chubb have more yeah. total yards than Cordero Patterson on
3: Sunday? I believe Sunday? it's Cordarrell, by the way. It is it Cordarrel. Is everybody's saying Cordero, yeah, but it's Cordero. It Cordero. Yeah. yeah.
2: More total yards receiving and rushing.
7: Yeah, I would say yes. I think he has his confidence right now. I'm saying yes.
2: Okay. Let's see how everyone else answered. Someone's on an island here. Yeah, this was a tough one.
3: Jason hey, is alone. I almost went no, too. Well, because Cordero Patterson's much island. bigger in the passing Absolutely. game than Nick yes, Chubb yeah. is. Yeah. He's, a,
0: he's a big key to their passing I game. I think it's going to be very close.
6: <clears throat> I, I think Nick Chubb. Breaks a long one. Yeah, I, I think he's going to have a big he, game. He's due for one of those Nick Chubb, like, he, where he doesn't look like he's, he's almost fast. done
3: that a couple times this year. He, I he think both.
6: One two tackles from doing that, and yeah. he's on turf. Back at home, I think he gets about 155 yards. I,
3: I think so, too. I think he's going to have 175 <laughs> all-purpose, and mm. I think Cordero Patterson will have about, like, 150 to all-purpose. I think they're both going to have one. big games. But this uh, is a tough uh, yeah. uh,
4: Maurice, I, I'm curious for your thoughts on this. Cordero came into the league as a wide receiver and a, and a kick returner. Um, have you ever seen a guy transform from wide receiver to running back and do it as effectively as he's done it? He's averaging, I know it's early, it's three, yard, it's three games in, but he's averaging 100 yards a game, uh, and he's reinvented himself as a running back, really.
7: Uh, I've, I've never seen it, but you can say in today's game now, uh, you can see how it happens. You know, more of these guys are H-backs. Um, and I think that people are trying to re- reproduce what uh, Debo Samuel do, do, does it out in San Francisco. Right. You know, so they bring somebody in who's a uh, – you know how it is. Like, uh, we all see them grow up where you have a guy who, who he's too big uh, to become an X, Y receiver, so he should move a tight end, right? right. And you have guys who struggle with that. And then the guys who do well with that, they do well with it, Right. And then you'll have guys who will be, like, H-backish, and they're, they're too big to get in and out of the break. So you may have just personnel. You'll have more personnel with wide receivers, and they'll be better used at running back because they can get to the edge faster. Uh, you know, you can create a bunch of mismatches. So I've never seen it done, but this is like the evolution of football. You know, people try things out, and, you know, more people may just pick up on it later on and say, hey, man, let me get a heavier wide receiver uh, who just may be good with jet sweeps and outside zones, and you don't really need what inside zones are." You can create different matchup issues in a slot with uh, linebackers. And that's, that's all they're yeah. doing. Yeah. It's more interchangeable basketball.
3: now. But Yeah. By the way, Antonio Gibson <laughs> of the com- – two guys on the commanders. Antonio Gibson <laughs> yeah. was a wide receiver in college. Right. He's playing running back. And Curtis Samuel, of course, was a running Tempest, back with the Buckeyes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. He's playing wide receiver. <laughs> but this year they've used him at running back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little. And it's just the flexibility and, the, yeah. and being able
4: to use these guys in different ways. Right. It certainly increases a player's value. Yeah, You know, a running back and yeah, you, you catch but you balls to, out of the backfield is worth more.
7: No, but you have to have an offensive coordinator who knows how to use this guy, right? That's to, right. To just say you throw a guy in and say, hey, I have a package, but I'd say I like this, you have a lot of people who coach in the NFL or, or at collegiate levels. They're just not like, they're not the, the most smart guys. They just have an opportunity, right? <laughs> but learning how to use personnel is everything. And learning, you know, learn, getting these guys reps to be comfortable doing that. You know, most wide receivers aren't used to contact across the middle or, you know, defense ends, becoming unblocked, and, you know, these guys get knocked, you know, you can get knocked pretty hard. You can get jarred around or, you know, picking up a pass block, but, you know, understanding personnel and understanding what you're trying to accomplish is huge. Um, You know, but but for those who figure it out, you create different matchup problems, and then, you know, a kid gets confidence, and, you know, he goes out there and becomes successful.
4: Absolutely. Before we let you go, final score and who wins?
7: Oh, uh, Cleveland. And I'm I'm with, uh, I don't know who said he's going home, but... I was I was almost right there at the time, so I'm going Browns 35, and we're going to go 14 to the Falcons. Wow, a blowout win! Two no, but, but Browns have been. I'm telling you, Browns the the Browns are better than the the Browns have things to work on. But I'm telling you, if you can just keep and, and I know we have defensive issues this week with injuries or possible injuries of people being out, but if you can just keep Jacoby just just if you can make him do what Craig Kinsler did for us back in 2002. And that's just manage a game and have yeah. the running back open up stuff for you. You can have a you can have a great team, but defense you can't. You know when you have a when you have a bunch of defenders out, that's kind of tough. But I still believe that the Browns are uh, the Browns have, have been building on a lot, and I think it's psychologically to beat the Steelers. I think that's something for the Cleveland Browns themselves to say, hey, we beat these guys, no matter if they didn't have Ben Roethlisberger or not. We still beat them, and that like that helps to build something. I think internally.
4: Yep, absolutely. All right, thanks. Thirty-five fourteen. I think that would be a, that would surprise me for sure, but oh, I hope you're okay. right. Okay. Thanks, Maurice. Uh, Maurice, Thanks, have a Maurice. great weekend. Right. We will, uh, we'll see you next week. 35-14. Ooh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to watch a Browns game if it's a three-score <laughs> game in the fourth quarter.
2: I know how you watch a three-score – well, not in the fourth quarter, but for the first half. What's that? You come hang out with us on oh, Let's right. Hang opportunity. You can oh. find the tickets on letshang.com. We've also tweeted out a link. We've put it on our Instagram. Look at this list of A-list celebrities. Right? Leroy, Tyvis, DeQuell, G. Bush, Bull, Jonathan Abraham, Andre Risen, Joe Robert, who does something important, and I know he's, he's a a important. Guy, he's, on, okay. he's a fantasy guy, he's a fantasy guy. We love Joe him. Roberts. Yeah. Great guy. And it's sponsored by Great Buffalo uh, Dave & Busters. They're going to send us wings. We're going to watch the first half. Now, explain this hang. What is it exactly? It's, you pretty much hop into Zoom with us, and you can ask us questions, and you'll be able to watch the first half of the game with I us. I think so there's a moderator. You're, you're I don't know how. Watching, you're yeah. watching.
4: So you're hanging with
3: all these people yeah. while you're there's watching There's going to be a bunch game. of fans that are on the Zoom call with us, and I guess they'll We're ask us the questions. Game. I don't know. We don't know exactly yet. We're doing like a test run of some sort this afternoon. All right. Very cool. Check it out.
6: I, I think that's. it's going to be
3: fun, so join us on there. It
6: has some potential. I think. First half. They
1: we'll
4: should try the to get
3: uh, Eric Metcalf.
4: I mean, he, he played for both teams, didn't he? Yep, and Metcalf was, was made, also yep. a Falcon.
3: And then, of course, our traditional post-game show on, through our. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show YouTube page will start at the two minute warning again. So you're
4: doing the halftime or the first, f- half, with first half with that? first
3: half with that, and then starting at the two minute warning are, oh, we got Jeff on the graphic oh, look now. Jeff Lloyd. <laughs> is Jeff liquored up in that graphic? I'm surprised oh, they didn't put a beer can hey, in his hand. Hey, <laughs> hey make sure
6: you, you subscribe to the Locked Browns podcast. You never know how many beers Jeff's gonna have. He's gonna be, he's he having beers early. We had on. He was doing his thing. So Jeff's like
3: up. in the background, like, I gotta work with these guys? Oh, <laughs> what's going
4: on? <laughs> All right, so far, the yeah. post-game show, three for three with high yeah. oh. drama. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be 17 for 17 with this exciting, team. Yes. It's going to be decided in the last no minute doubt. Of every single it's game. been a lot of fun. So, if you haven't caught the two-minute warning yet, just set an alarm on your phone right now for yes. 4 o'clock on Sunday to remind you to hop into the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And This is another reason that you have to subscribe to the YouTube page. If you're watching right now, just hit the subscribe button. And also... Hit the notification tabs. That's important because not only will be – you'll always be notified before the UCSS hits the air, um, but when there's breaking news and we're going to go on on a Wednesday at 10
3: o'clock. All right, what the hell is so, funny? No, sure. That's Plus, no so funny? This is how incredibly insane I am. Put that, that, that picture back I, I know your wheels return. So here's what I was thinking, and this is an insult to me. So I'm thinking – here I'm looking at our expressions – I'm, I'm looking like I'm about to eat, literally eat, Mikey McNuggets. <laughs> Jeff Lloyd is horrified, and Gene Bush is clueless to the whole thing. <laughs> it's a smile. And McNuggets still looks like he's in junior high. <laughs> Again, I mean, my mind is insane. There's this crazy
4: thing's going on in my head. But you know what we love about you? we' <laughs> share a of them. I share
3: them all. We, we all think those shirt. things, and we're like, yeah, it's probably best I don't blue shirt. say My lucky blue shirt. The, the
0: blue shirt will come back in later. In um, oh, yeah, my yeah. God.
2: McNuggets, I have a hey, built bar hold on. When I'll, do I'll we do with that? Rob, Mick, I'm working with Mick Burnett on getting Taki uh, Taki. Oh.
5: Oh. Well, that's pressing. Um, that's pressing. We'll
4: Let's get him on. We'll stall in the meantime. I guess I told McNuggets yesterday that I was going to try one of these live on the air. Oh, yeah. I haven't tried one. And I love anything that gives you a little midday boost before a yeah. workout or something. This is uh, the built bar. This is, uh, coconut, I think. yeah, the coconut
6: bar. No, uh, right, I'm not a
3: coconut. fan. I don't like coconut. I love coconut. Look at you. I love it.
6: I can't believe you guys don't like coconut. No, no. I. I eat My good. dog eats it I, every day. Mina You 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 haven't you haven't said anything. You're about looking at that me bar. like it's a chick drink. No, well, no, no. no. A little bit. Hey, when when, that, when he gonna give you? <laughs> Go, That's true. Go, I
0: do like a peanut a lot. Every oh, once in a blue moon, yeah. I'll go to Amish Country. Coconut yeah. cream pie from Amish Country. Oh There's my god, nothing better. There's do you have a, Do you have a place that you go to for your, for your pies? No, I mean just uh, what is it, Mrs. Yoder's Kitchen? Or I know, or I know, know the one yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, oh, they're my, so no, good. Wife and I go now you can
4: get about. anything there. Oh yeah, you could say you, s- scoop up a pile of floor dust <laughs> and put it in a pie, and it would be delicious. See,
6: America J is good, man. He really ain't gave you no commentary on that bar yet. It's delicious. He ain't said nothing about it yet.
4: So here's the thing. McNuggets has been—he plugs these all the time. The built yeah. bar, the built bar, the built bar. I keep saying, "When do we get one?" So he brought one in. I said, "I'm going to try it live on the air."
3: We've got a question. Asking, chewy? Is it better than celery and peanut butter?
4: <laughs> I eat celery and peanut butter every day. For those of you that don't know, yeah, it is. There's more flavor to it.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. It's chewy. I like how chewy it is. Yeah, it's good. Lasts
6: now, a long time. Now, how many calories are in this thing?
4: Uh, I'd guess about 150, but. Actually, it doesn't even say, which is odd, because usually... Yeah, for Yeah, very the, strange. For the, oh, here it is. Here it is, okay.
6: 130. I don't know not yeah. bad. Yeah,
4: and it's, it's a got a lot of deal. protein, too. I
3: think it's 25 grams of protein. 25? So, I think. I can't read it. By the way, I don't eat any desserts with fruit in them. What? Apple pie? No. peach number. Nope. Banana cream pie? No. Nothing. I eat no pie. <laughs> okay, um... Yeah. Okay,
6: <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, built, built bar.
0: Uh, is she only ready yet? I don't, really know. I don't know where we're supposed to go he just, from here. He just walked to toe. Oh me. He's still in the chair. <laughs> uh, uh,
6: none? No, 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 no. Pie. Never. Never. <laughs> Even in college. Maybe <laughs> in mean, high school.
7: Maybe once. <laughs>
3: oh my God! Uh, I'm done. I need a standing. Uh, uh,
4: I'm gonna do my bull impersonation. I need a break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is that? My wife just filed for divorce. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come home. home. Well, no wonder. <laughs> uh,
4: let's drill down on the fruit. On the fruit thing. Yeah. Do you do you eat any fruit?
3: Yeah, I love fruit. Well, why is but it I don't that like you fruit won't in- eat fruit in a pie? In <laughs> a pastry, like it's a pastry, I'm dying, bro. This, <laughs> I only liked, like, like, cho- you know, like chocolate, and I, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, so you only like chocolate? I like cho- when it comes to this <laughs> chocolate pie. Uh, <laughs> I love a good chocolate
6: pie. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why, this is why we
3: can't do nothing.
6: This is why we can't be friends. That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why you can't have uh, nothing. Yeah, I don't believe that <laughs> sweets and fruit mix. We're in the, yeah, we we in the third Maybe. grade. We are. We are collectively in the third grade. we be all on the wall standing We might, get, we might be get getting held back. <laughs> <laughs> you get in that corner and <laughs> you
7: stay there.
3: Could you imagine going to elementary school with Bull? Oh. <laughs> oh. But that
4: must have been he like. never oh had God.
3: recess. Like he just oh, like. Are man. any of your elementary teachers still with us? Yeah, in fact, I text with uh, one of my teachers. We need to have her on. Ke- no, him. 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 Ken Brown was my favorite teacher. i him in the fourth grade and the sixth grade. We need to interview Ken. Want to I mean, bring him on? I'll text on him a right slow now. On
4: sports day, can we get Ken Brown on the Ultimate Cleveland uh, Sports whatever, Show? I have no
2: idea what's happening
4: right He's now. He's awesome.
2: Right? Major t- you got to just keep it to yourself. I'm going to text him right. right now. He <laughs>
4: said <laughs> the
3: producer of the hey, show. Hey, Ken, Kyle. I have no on. idea what's I going have on. no idea what's going on Would you like right to now? come on my TV show sometime <laughs> as a guest to talk about me as a kid? Question mark? God, that would be epic. Yo, man. I'm trying to think. Is anybody?
6: Mm. Is I just checked. him. Is any of my – yeah, they still – I think they still alive. I, but I, we're starting to get to that point where you might not know. Yeah. Te- yeah. You got checked te- yeah. te- yeah. on that. He was a really
3: young teacher <laughs> when was, I had – He must
6: have been really young.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like 25. And he he used to – when I was in, on Was he a sports it, fan? He's a big sports fan, especially okay. when I was on in New York. He used to listen to me a lot. Right. Is he's that how you guy. got reconnected? He heard you and then reached out? Um – I can't remember. Maybe. Well, he, yeah. my mom is a teacher and my sister's a teacher. Oh, so then. So she, my mom knew, knew him a little bit. Yeah. And when he retired, he, he once asked me to come speak to his class right before he retired. Right. So I went in cause I, you know, I That's would, cool. he's an awesome did, guy. Did,
6: huh? did, did, well, you see y'all kind, y'all, yeah. y'all kind of old. So y'all might've been. <laughs> <laughs> y'all the break there. <laughs> whipper, snapper. Was, was y'all, was y'all around in school when they used to be able to whoop
0: you?
7: No,
3: mm-hmm. I yeah, elementary
0: school. So, so, so no. did you go to so, Catholic school? No, there was oh. a paddle though in the principal's office. I I, I got it. Oh Did you yeah. go to Catholic school? I no? got it. No,
4: I, I'm Catholic, but I did yeah. not go to Catholic school. Oh, um, but I got I got the paddle in junior told high. You,
6: wow! Like I know Think about the world. Think about the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just getting oh you did something. I mean, we're with you. G. Bush. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't
4: want to go too far down this rabbit hole. But I got to tell you, knowing that that was. Out there, it kept me in line, man. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Thanks. It kept me in line. That's crazy. You had it in junior high. Junior high. He was kind of old. Man, I and, we, get- and I did not go to a one-room schoolhouse.
3: Yeah, that's if a teacher you know, tried to hit me with a paddle, I would have hit him back. This, is, seven, this I, is in the seventh. Yeah. This is in the seventies. This is this is like. <laughs> so I I graduated high school in '83. So yeah. it would
2: have been like '78.
3: Yeah. I graduated okay. high school in '89. But
2: guys, hey, it took us six we got them? links. It took us some continued wow. effort. Thank you to Rob McBurnett. Okay for helping us, but we finally have the man we've been trying to talk to. There he, there is. he is. Yeah, yeah baby. Sioni Taki Taki. Thank you for the patience, Taki Taki. We yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, we figured it out. Uh, technology, is, it, it's great
4: and it sucks all yeah. at the same time.
3: Hey, Sioni, <laughs> let's let's start with this. We, you know, Obviously, you've been getting a little more action each week has gone by. You're going to be asked to do, uh, obviously, a lot this week because it appears you're going to be down some guys defensively. How tough is this going into this week four game I mean, at this point, at least we don't. Maybe you know more than we do, but knowing that there's going to be some starters out, how much of a challenge is that? Or is it just, hey, next man up doesn't matter. Let's go.
5: Yeah, man. Obviously, it sucks to get guys out, man. That's the nature of the game. But um, guys went down, and um, it's kind of what we preach in our room, next man up and kind of in this building to last in this league. You know what I mean? You got to be ready when your numbers called. So um, it'll be exciting to, um, to get some more playing time. But um, also... It'll, it'll be good to get some guys back once guys get uh, healthy.
4: Sioni, it's been really fun to watch you progress in your role with the team and take on a bigger role. How would you characterize your time with the Browns and where you are
8: right now with this team? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I came in work in progress, you know what I mean? The NFL is a, is a, is a, is a different beast, but um, I feel like over my time, I've definitely uh, grown in my game, and um, I feel like as time gets going, you know, I feel like my best years are in front of me. So, um, you know, just keep taking advantage of the opportunities I do have, and every time I touch the field, uh, try to do my job, do my 111, um and just keep proving to this team that I can play.
6: You know, uh, you had a really nice play last week um, where you kind of dropped back into coverage, and I, and I think they were going throwing a seam route, and you just turned and hauled and turned and got in front of the receiver and kind of broke it up. You know, wh- what, is, uh, what would you say your strong suit is in terms of run, pa- run fits or whether it's, it's guarding or doing the pass? What, what would you say is, is one of your strong suits?
5: Yeah, I feel like I play the run real natural. you know what I mean? I'm more of a physical linebacker coming out of the college. But uh, I feel like, you know, that's one thing that I've, I've um, you know, grown in my game is pass coverage, you know what I mean? When I first came in, I was a thumper. But, uh, you know, when I get out there, I could just continue to show people I, I can cover too. Um, but, yeah, I, I appreciate you uh, pointing out that one play, man. I was just <laughs> doing my job, you know. Not, nothing nothing real, you know what I mean, special, just dropping in my hook. knew that there was a special coming from the other side of the field and just – um, kind of attacked I had John Johnson behind me, who kind of um, played it too, so we were able to knock it out, and, um, and that was a crucial, crucial play in the game.
3: Well, Sioni G played, uh, he played D line at uh, Ohio University, so he appreciates a good big man uh, yeah, chasing, chasing down a. a, 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 yeah, a, a yeah, I'll yeah, move for nice, you know,
6: it. shoot, especially when you're a D lineman and they let you drop in the coverage, you be like, oh my gosh, I, I'm trying to get a pick. N- yeah, like, I'm all for it, bro. I'll be, be yeah. living through you.
5: <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it happens all the time, man. It happens all the time. You know when those big guys, those deep tackles, when it's empty, and you got them lightning left, lightning right. You know and you <laughs> drop out, and they just don't see you. Your quarterbacks just throw it right to you. You know what I mean? But um, yep.
0: All right, that's enough football talk. Tell us about what you like to do away from the field in your yeah. spare time.
5: Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I like hiking. I like um, fishing. Um, obviously Cleveland has some, some good fish in here, but you know, I, I went to college in Utah. So, you know, I really didn't know anything about hiking. I was just, I was come from the city, you know, didn't really get out too much. And then when I got to college, man, um, I, I went to, um, I went to school in college uh, in, in Utah and I was able to get out, see some of the national parks and I kind of just fell in love with it. So, um, you know, that's kind of some things I like to do, man. Kind of get out there and hike Zion's national park. on um, Brian's, there's there's some some cool nice. hiking in Utah. If you, you guys need to go if you guys haven't been, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it it's is. Beautiful. It's, it's,
4: it's beautiful. How do you? How, what do you think of Cleveland so far? I mean, it's it's clearly different than Utah. Um, yeah. How have you taken to Cleveland? I know you say you like the the metro parks here are great, but Cleveland as a city, when you're on the phone with your boys back home, how do you explain <laughs> Cleveland to them?
5: I, I love Cleveland, man. When I when I first came out here, I was like, man, you know, it, the first thing that I noticed it was just flat. It was something to kind of get adjusted to, but- <laughs> Not quite uh, Utah. <laughs> you know what I mean, not, not as many hills. You know, I'm, I'm originally from California, so I got some, you know, you see some hills here and there, and then going to school in Utah, you know, you see some mountains. But when I got here, it was flat. I was like, man, it was just kind of, you know, I had to take some growth. but now, man, I, I love Cleveland, man. I feel like, um, you know, once I got used to it, it fits me, you know what I mean? It's a blue collar, hard working place, and I feel like it fits in line with what I'm about. So I love it here, man. The, um. The you guys said the lakes here are amazing all this land um it's beautiful you get all the seasons too you know it snows then summer is amazing that's what people sleep on they kind of sleep on cleveland you know we got we got some some uh, sleeper activities out here so they need to get out here man and, and enjoy it see it check it out do you run into people like when you run
3: into fans what are, what do they say to you most often do you always get recognized can you fit into the crowd at all like how does that work
5: yeah, you know, I get recognized here and there because, you know what I mean, I'm a, I'm a Polynesian kid, you know what yeah. I mean? They're like, what am I? Is he a big Mexican? What is he? You know what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kinda, you know, and I'm out here in the Midwest, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out here in the Midwest. You don't see a lot of Polynesians. Italians, no, I- definitely not. No. <laughs> so, so, so I definitely, I would say I definitely stand out because of that. But, you know, when they see me, I would say that too. Also about Cleveland, man, number one fans. They go crazy about their sports. That's something that i noticed right when i got to the midwest you know you come from the west coast you know you get some fans here and there they're all uh, you know love it or not but here in the midwest man they love their football they love mm-hmm. their basketball you know baseball um you went to to, to um, ohio state they love ohio state so um just right off the back man the fans are amazing and that's definitely something if i'm at the store or something i bump into some fans it's awesome what's uh,
0: what's your best fishing story
5: you gotta have a good one Um, yeah man you know what actually there's this pond by my house man me and my wife um by the place we stay and um they got some nice bass in there some actually some 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 trout too and i literally just go it's not that big you know it's not a big pond but they got a ton of bass that's in there and you know they got probably some six pounders some eight pounders you know what i mean some good sized bass so I would say I, I probably caught the same. Yeah, you know, I probably catch the same fish here and there. But it's just cool to, it's just cool to go over there and just, catch you, you know what I mean? Sione, you got to start tagging them to see if you catch them. Again. No, hey, just I name them. them. I get the good size on him. Like man, I yeah. think this was one that I caught like two months ago. But call the know, biggest I'm, one a-
0: Miles Garrett. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> MG, no, yeah.
0: MG, sure. you, yeah. you strike me as one <laughs> who could like just jump in and catch it with your bare hands. Maybe just jump in the water <laughs> and catch it with your bare. You don't even need a pole. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, if if you had
3: to predict one teammate, if you had to call one teammate that would be most likely to catch a fish and then eat it raw, who <laughs> who would, who would oh, that be? Man, what teammate I mean, would be? Brian.
5: Taven Bryan. Tavon fish, Brian. Right? Okay. He's a lunatic. That's what you're telling hey, us. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's from he's from Wyoming. He fishes a ton. We talk about it all the time. So that's, <laughs> that's easy, right there. All right, that was it. Have was you no been on Lake
4: Erie yet? Have you done any perch or walleye fishing?
5: No, no. I, I I've been right there off the dock, but you know, I really haven't gotten out. There's a lot of people that t- tell me you know I need to you know I need to go out, but that's that's you know like I said, man. Cleveland has a lot of fun stuff to do, so that's just one that's just on the list that's just waiting.
6: Absolutely. I mean, let me ask you this. Let me. I want to ask your essentials. If you had a carry-on bag, right, and all you had is this carry-on bag, and you got stranded somewhere, what is your ten essentials that you have to have in mm. your bag?
5: Am I getting stranded on like an island by myself, or am nah, I? Nah, you got some. like
6: a vacation resort. You didn't get stranded, oh. they just got, you know. but you can't buy anything. But you can't buy nothing. So you yeah. gotta have ten essentials. Yeah. What would you bring? Uh,
5: I'll bring some probably an extra pair of clothes. Um, you can pack some food. Yeah, you get some food. What would it be? I'll pack some, I'll pack some food. Um, probably some chips, a couple oh. sandwiches. PB&J keep it nice and simple. I like those. Nice.
6: Uncrustables are crazy.
5: Uncrustables go crazy. Strawberry flavor for me. Oh, but, nice. Um, and uh, you know what about what? a
6: video game
4: machine? Are you are you a gamer or not?
5: Not, i'm not really a big gamer i would play with my buddies just to keep up with them a little bit madden you know what if i was stranded and you know i was on a vacation i'd probably bring i probably bring my system you know what i mean to play here and there but nice mm-hmm. not not number one on the list um, <laughs> yeah i feel like you don't really need too much if you're on vacation you know what i mean i would probably bring my wallet for sure you know what i mean because you're out um what you can you, you
4: can you can have music from one artist who
5: is it one artist, yeah. and I'm Polynesian, so J-Boog, you know what I mean? Okay. Boog, oh. Boog, My Polynesian know, friends. Said, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Very Somewhere good. Because you know, we're nice. on
3: you know, vacation, probably by the beach. I, I'm curious. So you, you, buy, you, know, way. You, you mentioned, of course, that you're from California originally. In California, there's like a great Mexican re- – you mentioned Me- people think you might be Mexican. I know you're not, but in, in California, there's like a great Mexican restaurant, like every three stores. It's a lot harder to find good Mexican food in Cleveland. Have you found a good Mexican spot here? I do not even know he likes Mexican food. He's from California. No, Everybody in California likes
5: Mexican like, food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You know, Mexican food in California yeah. is amazing, obviously. Mexico's right there. But uh, yeah. I really haven't found one that's that out here yet. But, you know, if you guys got one in mind, I'd I definitely don't. love it. I love Mexican food. So, mm.
2: See, I told you. Our, our producer, Mikey McNuggets, has a question for you. Go ahead, Mike. I know in the locker room, you guys get to see sides of players that we don't see. What's Nick Chubb like when he's not saying nothing to Great us? Great question.
6: Good one.
5: Nick Chubb is is a is a fun, fun, fun guy in the locker room. You know, we we got like a, a two square game that we play in the locker room. You know, just kind of like a little dodgeball. Yeah. And uh, actually, Nick Chubb is probably one of the best players. You know, right now in the locker room, he's he has a good record, and uh, he's probably one of the guys that's um, consistently on the little court in the locker room playing against Do. So he's a fun dude, man. He could get, he could definitely get quiet, obviously, but um, Nick Chubb is a good leader, leads oh, by example and uh, and a fun dude in the locker.
4: Who's your funniest uh, teammate?
5: Oh man. There's a, there's a lot of them. I would say uh Richard LeCount. He always mm. keeps us all laughing in the locker room. Um definitely, you know, he he just keeps us laughing, man. You need he, that guy. I-
4: That's very important on a team to have somebody that can keep it light and funny all the time.
6: We, we sure. I'm trying to I'm trying to get people to g- get on the bandwagon. I like what they've done so far. They the, you guys banging and, and smashing the guitars is sweet. I like the logo in the middle of the field, but I'm trying to get this uh, petition together for alternate helmet. Now, if the Browns had an alternate helmet, which color would you pick?
5: Mm. And you know what i probably pick all you know a black helmet you know we have some all black uniforms oh, with some some, some orange some orange and white trim you know what I mean I think that'd be we'll pull it out probably once or twice every year I'll be a fan mm. of that
4: or, or white Ohio you know State rocked mean? the all black on and Saturday and I thought it was it,
5: yeah, it, it was one of their
4: clean, freshest looks I've ever seen clean it was great you know what I mean
5: have all blackout uniform man. Oh, Can't there you be, go man. Hey,
6: put that word in
5: please
3: do that for us put that word
6: in <laughs> hey, C-O, a couple people
7: That'll how, how sweet, sweet
3: was it beating the Steelers last week
5: it, it was it was a good feeling you know obviously that's a conference game so all conference game every game matters but definitely when you get to beat beat up on a you know conference rival it's always good to get the W and um feel like as a team we went out there played together Got the W, so it felt good.
4: One quick one before we let you go, because I know you got work to do. Um, what's the mindset going in to Atlanta? This is a team that loves to run the ball. Uh, when you look at what they've done offensively, they've averaged 27 points a game for the three games. What's what's the approach against this Falcons offense?
5: Going in, I would say probably one of the keys is just don't beat ourselves.
4: I froze up. He was in the process of saying, don't beat ourselves. And I think it, I think his signal froze. Uh, so I think we lost him. He's supposed, I, I know we, we were. We, we had to let him go in a second anyway. Yeah, we were at yeah, the yeah. end of the window. Had to so
3: more quarters in the meter. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't get it. a chance to say goodbye, but we appreciate yeah, him coming
4: Yeah. if you're, if you can still hear us, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, yeah. Great to spend right, time with them. Uh, Down to earth, dude. Yeah.
3: yeah. Good yeah. guy. Yeah. Seems
4: to really love Cleveland. Yeah. And Absolutely. From what we could get, gather from his answer there, keep it simple. Don't beat ourselves. I think that's a good game plan if, uh, you know, going into any game.
8: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.